Hey guys, welcome back to Tap That AZ Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. In this episode, I hang out with some of the guys from ASH, Arizona Society of Home Brewers. These guys are really awesome. Love what they do, making beer. They do it as a hobby at this point for all these guys. As you'll hear, some of them want to become professional brewers, open up their own breweries, but there are other ones that just love making beer in their spare time. And just a really cool club. If you're ever interested in seeing what it's all about, about setting up your own homebrew kit or uh, doing some brewing on your own at home, uh, go to one of these brew outs. It's really cool. Just a bunch of them get together. They all bring out their brewing equipment. Uh, they each make their different recipes, just hang out and talk about homebrewing. And trust me, the smells are incredible <laughs> with all the hops and uh, the, the malt and all that kind of stuff. So just a great time hanging out with these guys. So let's tap into Arizona Society of Homebrewers. All right, I'm at the Shop Beer Co. We have a very special event going on here today, right, guys? Yes, oh, sir. Yeah, definitely. What? Well, first of all, let's. You guys are you, two two weeks in a row. You're going to be on an episode. I know. So maybe you should just talk a little bit, and people are going to guess your name. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all the signatures I got from the last time, I kept getting stopped in the mall, and yeah, I know, it was crazy. Yeah. Circle K, Walmart, yeah. people yeah. are like, oh, yeah, yeah you Exactly. I'm glad I could do that for you guys. It's my pleasure. So introduce yourselves first. My name is Ryan Colvin, a member of Arizona Society of Home Brewers. Um, lived in Arizona my whole life. Been brewing for 10 years off and on, um, a lot the last three years. Um, I just, beer's my passion. Home brewing's my passion. So, like. Yeah, and I'm Marcus, um, Brewery 602, and been brewing for really, really hard for about two to three years now. Actually, Ryan here is the one that really got me into brewing. I, uh, Love craft beer, you know, basically my whole life. I mean, ever since I could drink, um, I went to ASU. So about around 96, 97, um, started going to Four Peaks. And that was pretty much introduced me to craft beer. and to good beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Well, they did dollar pints ah, uh, during yeah. happy hour. <laughs> yeah. so I missed a lot of classes because of Four Peaks. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> so, yeah, so I've been brewing for about two to three years. And, yeah. Um, and, and there you go. So. Nice, nice. So, so what is going on today? Like, what's what's so, the thing? So today um, we're having a Ash Brew Out. So Ash is Arizona Society of Home Brewers, and the shop was kind enough to host this brew out. So a brew out is basically all the home brewers will bring not all, but a lot of home brewers will bring out their brew rigs and brew beer on location. So Ryan and I are uh, making a collaboration beer. We're doing a West Side, West Side. IPA. <laughs> nice. And uh, Ryan brought his equipment. I brought, you know, some ingredients and stuff like that. And we're going to collab on this beer. And we have about five brewers brewing beer at the shop in the parking lot. Yeah. So it's can, a pretty I, cool event. Can I throw something in there? Yeah, we're using Sinagua malt. Ah, yeah, that's true. Yes. So our yes. recipe does. Uh, that's our, our base malt. Yeah, our recipe does include Sinagua malts, yeah. um, which is uh, based out of... Uh, Camp Verde. Camp Verde. Yeah. Camp Verde, yep. Arizona. Yeah. So they're Arizona malts. That's awesome. Um, yeah. You love those. To, Ryan's uh, face. If you can see yeah, his face. Yeah. I'm, all yeah. I'm all about Arizona. I'm all about Arizona. Yeah. Everything Arizona, Arizona you yeah. know? So. And, 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 and same as Ryan. I'm, I was born and raised in Arizona. So yeah. uh, my wife was born and raised in Arizona. So we're 
Arizona forward. I mean, Brewery 602 is, uh, you know, the logo is South Mountain. Okay. So, yeah. you know, you got South Mountain, the South Mountain Lights. I live off the base of South Mountain. Okay. It's home. It's home. Whenever the kids and I are driving from, you know, California or Vegas or whatever, we're driving home at night, uh, they see the lights as yeah. soon as you hit Phoenix. And they're like, we're almost home. So That's awesome. Man. Same here. I grew up in this yeah. neighborhood, actually, and where the shop is. And for me, seeing those little red lights on top of South Mountain, that's that's home. I'm home. Yeah. You know, coming in from out of town or whatever, you know. Yep. So that's I love the logo. I I love your guys' logo. Like just, I mean, the 602, the area code 602. And, yeah, dude, that's that's awesome. Uh, Do you guys have, um, it seems to be most homebrewers dream to have their own brewery, right? I mean, you guys got branding and stuff already. So, I mean, is that, are you guys? It's going to happen. Yeah, Yeah? it'll happen. We'll make it happen. um, (laughs) Nice. I've sent away for trademarking rights for the name. So I'm just waiting for that to come back. Okay. And then when that comes back, I mean, I, I do have an area in my mind, like a dream area that I, I'd sure. love to go uh, open a brewery at and definitely um, going to make it happen, you know. Um, in the South Mountain dr- neighborhood, yes, right? in the South Mountain neighborhood. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, um, I was going to say 19th Avenue and Joe yeah, Max. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. And there's not very much, you know, there's not very much going on in South Phoenix. Sure. Unfortunately, there's yeah. no bottle shops. There's no uh, breweries at all. I mean, the closest yeah. brewery is probably the shop. Yeah. Uh, to where oh, I'm wow. at. Yeah. yeah. And okay. I'm on Central and Dobbins, which is the base of South Mountain. Sure. Yeah. So I'm on the base of South Mountain. I have to drive to, drive to uh, King's Convenience. Um, not very convenient. And it's not very, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, Mickey's like, <laughs> but oh, we do he's love back Kings. here again. Yeah. 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 Dude, Kings, <laughs> is yeah. Kings is yeah. awesome. Kings is awesome. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's literally the closest bottle shop in that area. How far away is that? That's 20 minutes probably, It's right? about a 20-minute drive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the closest, uh, I would say the shop and probably Ren House. Sure. Yeah. are the two breweries that are the closest to me. And, I mean, it's really, uh, there's a lot of growth there. Yeah. There's a lot of housing going up. I, I, there's uh, Thunderbird Villas, which was a golf course. They've completely torn it down, and they're building houses there. Oh, and gotcha. that entire golf course is going to be houses. So it's Those expanding. Are really, it's, a, it's a possibility of a lot of thirsty people. Yeah. Exactly. That in that neighborhood, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. expanding yeah. like crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, and it, we need a brewery down there. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the goal is to open a brewery. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. So do you guys go towards a certain style? Like when you guys collaborate, do you, do you guys collaborate a lot? Yeah. I yeah. Would, I would say we do. Almost you know, every brew day we're together. And pr- pretty much. Yeah. Like, okay. So Ryan, um, I, I came up with a recipe for a Saison. Uh, Ryan brewed it. Is that the one uh, that I yeah, tried? Absolutely, yeah, Ooh, yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah, the Show Must Go Saison. I brewed it on a rainy day. <laughs> I just got the name. Yeah. You told me that before I didn't get yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, it was raining, and I was like, no, Mother Nature, you're not stopping me. Yeah. So I put up the canopy, and the, my, show, the show must, must go, go on, on, right? Yeah. And I'm like, wait, I'm bringing the Saison. The Show Must Go Saison. So yeah. it was perfect. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and, and so, you know, and I'm, I cloned a beer that uh, Ryan made. He makes a great milk stout. So I took the milk stout base, and I added the coconut. I added a vanilla bean cinnamon. I made a coquito milk stout with his base okay. so we kind of collab yeah, a lot back and forth with yeah, each other's yeah, yeah. recipes yeah, and, and we have an imperial stout called old lucille yeah um, that we brought with us today and it seems to be a fan favorite it's everywhere fan favorite. we take it yeah, yeah. it's a nine percent imperial stout yeah. um, i know I'll you're not a big stout one. guy i'll try it i'll try it man yeah <laughs> if there's some left you got to try it, it, it is yeah. a phenomenal beer and it, i think it's a probably an award-winning beer we'll put it in competition we had a one one uh one year age version yeah. Age one year, and that was really good. Oh, yeah, dang, smooth. Man. Yeah. So you guys are working on the flagships already for Brewery yeah. 602, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the point yeah. is, is you hope to have, you know, 
six, seven great flagship beers sure. um, that people come in for, but then you start doing a lot of one-off stuff, um, like the shop. I mean, it's a perfect yeah. example. I mean, church music. Yeah. I mean, who did not grow up on drinking church music when the, yeah. stop, the shop came out? Or fight them, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, my yeah. God. Yes. <laughs> fight them was mine. That yeah. was mine for a yeah. long time. Yeah. yeah, fight them and church music. Like, you, anywhere you go now, um, yeah. if they have it on tap, it's just like, that's my go-to beer. And now yeah. they're doing a bunch of one-offs, a bunch of collabs, um, yeah. and, and they're all great beers. So the for shop's... Sure doing it right yeah i mean they're they're coming on stronger and stronger and stronger every year so yeah it's an awesome place it's great people too man these guys are awesome like they're just they're all about the beer community and and i think it's so cool that uh i mean they you know you guys had your event today here but i feel like this is just or maybe you even told me this is kind of just beginning between the shop and and ash like because they have a huge respect for you guys yeah Yeah, i love it what i would love it would be that um you take this event um, a lot of hopefully a lot of people will come to the event, come see. Um, they could come participate w- in the event. They could come check out the brew rigs. Come ask questions. You know, yeah. hey, how do you brew a beer? They There's already a few people out there that are they're doing that. You know, they messaged me online and said, "Can I come on out and see what it's about?" Yeah, and I said, "Yes, come out, please do." Because I want to yeah. show you <laughs> yeah. that this hobby is awesome and yeah, yeah brings a lot of people together. Yeah. So it'd be, it'd be great to actually turn this into like a yearly event. Maybe yeah. even turn it into, you, you know, you can turn it into a festival. Yeah, you know, because we're in Arizona Beer Week right yep. now, and this is the end of Arizona Beer Week, yep. and so maybe it could be like the big, you know. Yeah event at the end well, of the, and they, the week to they do have a, a it's the end of beer week brew out that's what they usually have but yes here yeah here here exactly yes. yeah. yeah you can even do something too where you whatever you make today throw some stuff in a barrel next year's event crack oh, that open yeah, yeah. Nice. you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the beer be cool. we're actually brewing um we're, we're gonna split we're doing a 10 gallon batch we're gonna split it uh five gallons each and we're gonna take it home we're using different yeast to ferment and then we're going to dry hop it differently as well. And then we're going to enter it into the uh, Springfest, uh, Ash Springfest oh, nice. competition, okay. which is in uh, March, no, yeah. April, I think April, early April. Yeah. Okay. Um, and actually, you know, you were saying you wanted to get into tasting and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Ash is looking for judges. I heard. So, I was talking to, I think it was Jeff. Uh, Jeff was saying that, uh, that, yeah, they're doing the B, the, what is it, BC? B- BJCP, yeah. Yeah, BJCP, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, I'm. I'm all about learning more about beer. Yeah, and you <laughs> yeah. know, it would be perfect. You come down to the event, um, and you could actually sit and judge. You know, you get a BJCP score sheet, yeah. and you could score the beer uh, based on, you know, the, the, the guidelines for BJCP. Yeah. And that'd be perfect for you to come out and Hell check yeah. it out. That'd be fun. You know? uh, yeah. And I, I did, I've done the event. Um, I got to judge, and uh, it's, it's amazing to be able to taste different home brewers' beers and see the skill level that these home brewers have yeah because you, you got to take you know these commercial beers are really good obviously but some of these home brewers man i mean yeah you're like what in the world like how are you at this level yeah and you're brewing like five gallon batches at home yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah you were telling me that yeah because you said you're kind of a beginner in this right yeah. it, it, oh, it yeah. compared to those guys oh, yeah. um yeah some of the some of the things those the setups that they have man the one guys have like it looks like a Looks like a, a switch for like a, a missile. Like it's like a missile it's switch. A, it's like, a rim si- uh, system, recirculated, recirculating integrated mash system. That's yeah. what it stands so for. So like it like they said that it that it keeps the the temperatures consistent and stuff like yeah. that, right? Yeah. 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 It just the, yeah. basically just it, it just keeps uh, recirculating the mash yeah. with the pump, and then when the temperature drops, uh, 
the PID, it's like a little computer controller, yeah. senses that the temperature's dropping, so it turns on a heating element, and that heats up the ward again, which is, you know. Dang. Beer yeah, that's not fermented. That's advanced and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. There's, there's, I mean, that's the, the great thing about homebrewing is you, there's so many different ways to do it. Yeah. Like uh, Ryan built his own rims yep. uh, system as I'm well. The same type of system at home. Um, yeah, oh, nice. You know, like doing electric brewing and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, cutting out the heat waste from propane. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's another thing with homebrewing is trying to cut out uh, costs, obviously. Sure. Waste. And with electricity, you 100% of uh, your... Your energy that you're using is actually going into the boil. Okay. Versus propane, you get all the heat loss coming up up the side of the pot. Uh, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So trying to you know be a little more efficient. Save the world one beer at a time. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the goal, and you know yeah. the fact that we're using like Sinawa malts. Yeah. Which, you know Sinawa is a big. They're really water big on and water sustainability. And yeah. That's the whole goal. Bernie River, and that's awesome. It is. Yeah, when I know you guys did, I at least know you did um, the twenty-four hour hop, twenty-four hour hops yeah. too. Yeah, yeah both yeah. of us actually. Yeah. We went down okay. to twenty-four hour hops and you know picked our own hops. And you, again, you got to support local. Sure. Right? You know anything that anyone's doing local, you just have to support it. That's the goal. And those guys down uh, there are is awesome. Your, is that your timer? Yeah, it looks like um, we're probably about ready to go add some more hops to yeah. our beer. Yeah. So. We're, we're boiling away right now. We have and somebody gonna, watching our boil kettle. Yeah, so. somebody's watching the boil kettle. But, yeah, we have a 15 or 30-minute addition to add. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for jumping on the mics. You need to get that. Get over there before your shit gets fucked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome, guys. I'm going to grab some other people. appreciate you guys getting on the mics yeah. for sure. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, Eric. So I got another guest here. I just had Marcus and, uh, and uh, Ryan, Brewery 602 guys, on a minute ago. So... The, the young bucks looking up to the, the seasoned veterans like yourself. <laughs> and actually, the young bucks, um, another Mark and myself, we hang out quite a bit with uh, uh, Ryan and Marcus. We've actually, the four of us have brewed together, I think, three or four times now. Oh, nice. Okay. All right, good. good. It's, it seems like a really good community. It uh, is, you know, and one of the things that I've found w- within Ash is that age has no barrier. Mark and I were just talking the other day about the fact that there's probably 30 years between uh, the ages between ourselves and uh, Marcus and, and Ryan. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. We, we just love hanging out together. And Now, I haven't taken my name as far as Marcus has, but I also have a name, too. So, uh-huh. you know, so I have a registered name in Arizona. It's called Gypsy Kings Brewing. Gypsy Kings Brewing. Yep. Nice. I uh, like that. I like that. Uh, you on got my to... dad's side of the family, uh, his mother actually came from Transylvania. So, oh, really? Oh, so that's God. where it came from. Got so, some deep roots there yeah, then. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, it's, uh, Ash has been a, a great organization to, to belong to and get with. I kind of got more involved about a year and a half ago. I had a best friend that moved to Italy, and I was looking to network with some people. And, sure. Uh, Got involved with this guy to my left, Phil here, and uh, Phil, he's just and, observing, and, 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 and some others, <laughs> and, and just really found that uh, really liked the uh, the art of starting to learn how to how to brew beer, and then my competitive side, I wanted to get better and, and better at it. Sure. So, uh, and today was actually our maiden voyage of my rim system. So ah. we actually had a controlling system where we maintained temperature during the mash phase of it. So it's been a blast. I, yeah. I mean, I think for anybody that really likes craft beer and has interest in 
you know, uh, learning more about it and networking within a craft beer, uh, uh, brew community. Yeah. Ash is, is a great venue for that. I've heard the, the really good things. And we didn't even, we, I didn't even introduce you. So what, introduce yourself real quick. <laughs> oh, okay. So. Uh, <laughs> that was my uh, fault. Yeah. Back. All right. So my name's Mark Gwynn. I'm on the board with Ash. Okay. I'm in uh, charge of special projects, so arranging for things like brew outs and bus trips and our holiday parties and stuff nice. like that. Um, I do a lot of that, and we've got an upcoming event actually Tuesday for Ash members at our general meeting. We've got a woman. Her name's Casey. She's actually coming down from Imperial Yeast up in Portland, Oregon, and she's coming to speak at our general meeting on Tuesday. So, nice. you know, we're just trying to reach out and do more to attract more members to get involved and things that we think that they're interested within the club. Yeah, gotcha. How many people are in the club right now? Uh, last year, I think we our numbers ran right around 200, 215. Yeah, we're about uh, 228. 228, okay. <laughs> and we're just under 100. So, but uh, first quarter of the year, it's like a ramp up. It, it kind of grows. Okay. Um, actually, yesterday, one of the uh, homebrew shops in town, BYOB in Gilbert over on Baseline, they were doing an, an intro class in, into brewing, uh -huh. and they had 40 people attend that class and i actually went out and made the little pitch for ash and told people about the, the club and what, what what we do so hopefully uh we'll get some new members coming on pretty quick yeah I've, I've, i'm interested for sure i need to learn more about beer like i'm like i've been doing this for two two and a half years people ask me beer questions all the time i'm like i don't know like you know i've learned how to do interviews and talk to people and all that stuff but the science behind the, the beer i just I haven't got there so uh, I, I, what does it take for somebody to become a member of Ash? Not a whole lot. Basically, okay. the uh, the sign up link is directly on, on our website, and the membership is is two tiered. There's a silver membership and a gold membership, and the biggest difference between the two, with the gold membership, it's like a plus one. Okay. So for any of our events, like we have our uh, Spring Fest coming up on April the 13th, and with the plus one that your wife, your spouse, or good friend or whatever, they, they can come with you. Whereas the uh, the base level or the silver membership, that's just basically for the person themselves. A so. single person just, yeah, okay, okay, gotcha. And so how, how long has Ash been around? Because I've, I've been hearing about it for years. Uh, I believe Ash started in 1995. 95, okay, okay, gotcha. But... Uh, that's kind of when the beer scene started here as well, right? I think it was around the time Four Peaks started, somewhere in that time, mid-90s or so. I would think it's a little bit before my time in the Valley. Okay. I, did, I didn't move to the Valley until 1999. But uh, but I think, yeah, that, that's probably when, you know, craft beer really started to, uh, to, to take off. And, um, uh, you know, Ash just wanted to, to be part of it and not just on the commercial side of the craft brewing, but also just – to reach out to advance the home brewing side of things yeah. and, and, and the, the networking. I mean, that's where you learn and, and grow from members with, within our club that have, you know, done more, done it, done it longer. And, you know, sometimes maybe all that they do is not necessarily best, but the thing is all the experiences that they've been through, it kind of just helps you to grow, you know, and, and to, to just, take a deeper dive, you know, in, into the craft and get better at what you do. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, and I think it's cool for this. So this is a this is an Ash event, but it's open to anybody. So it's kind of like, a, hey, come see what we do. Uh, and, and what's really cool is, you know, I've seen people with homebrew systems. My my buddy Justin, shout out to him, Earn Your Booze. I don't know if you ever seen the Earn Your Booze guy. Drinks beer and he's he's jacked up. You know, he's a jacked guy. I right? have one of the bracelets from last year's Strong uh, Fest. So yeah, yeah there you I've go. got to earn yeah. your earn your booze. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, so yeah, I sure have. So his homebrew system was the first one I've ever seen, and his is like he's got a. He's got a big setup. So coming today was really cool because it, it, it takes the intimidation factor down, right? Because you see what people have put together on their own, what works for them, right? I saw the, they're not igloo coolers. What are the, the water, like the igloo water jugs? I've seen quite a few of those refurbished or, or those custom. are the mash tons so, yeah. so actually it's almost like if you think of making tea how you steep a tea bag yep. so in the the mash process basically that's where you put the grains you know in, into a container and you know the particular temperature that you want to steep your grains at you add the water in and the cooler just kind of helps to hold that uh that mash temperature for Typical uh, mash time is about an hour, about 60 minutes. So, okay. so that's what we're doing with that is just steeping the grains. It's like making a tea. Yeah. We call it wart. Wart. The wart, yeah. yes. Yep. And, and there's a special uh, brewer's secret drink that goes with the wart too, right? The hot scotchy. The hot scotchy, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. What is that? The hot scotchy is basically uh, your first wart before you actually boil it. You, you take... Uh, you draw that some off your kettle, and then you add some scotch or whiskey to uh, the first wort there, and that's your sip. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a tr tradition. I did not know that much about it. Phil might be able to add a little bit more on that. No, no, actually, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty new to me myself. I'm, yeah? I, I didn't know about it until uh, probably about six months ago. Uh, where Ash actually did their first hot scotchy with a, a hungry mug. So it's all new to me as well. And, and uh, last week we just had another hot scotchy with them as well. But uh, we're looking at um, possibly doing another follow-up with uh, Pedal House. Uh, we need just establish a date, and they want to yeah. do a hot scotchy too. Nice. So we'll take the first runnings of somebody's malt and then mix it in with some scotch and... I hear it's the best thing ever. It is, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a good tradition to. Have you tried one today? I did. All yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Paul gave me one. So, uh, uh, yeah, they're they're fantastic. First one I had was here several months ago. We did a podcast with Riba Farms over in Santan Valley, and he came here because they were doing a beer dinner with the shop. And I'm like, why are there bottles of like Macallan over there? Like, what's going on there? It's like, a hot scotchy. I'm like, what the hell's that? And they're like, ah, oh, you're gonna get a hot scotchy fantastic that's a good it's a good breakfast drink right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> early in the day yes uh so uh, phil are you in the you're in the air ash as well right yes uh, okay. i'm uh, i'm actually a kind of a multitask uh, board member as well my okay. wife signed me up last year uh without you while knowing? i was yeah i was, I was getting <laughs> samples off in the back and she said hey we'll be the secretary of ash and then uh you know the the president at the time carvin said hey you know, for every meeting, I'll bring you a bottle of mead. And next thing you know, here I am, communications officer, secretary, treasurer, whatever we need to do, that's what I do. Yeah. So I try and get all the communications out on Facebook, on, on the web, trying to keep the articles up to date. And um, last year was, uh, it was really uh, kind of run over by a truck. We had no idea what we were doing because it was all brand new to us, you know, running the, the whole uh, memberships and and the, just the club in general, we just didn't know what we were doing, when we were doing it, and it was always reactive in the last week. The, 
Uh, oh, my God, we got a plan for this. What do we do? We should have done that two months ago. Well, <laughs> yeah. So this year we're really trying to get ahead of the game, uh, get our planning out in front, uh, plan with all the, the industry uh, leaders and uh, do some wart thefts and uh, we'll do the hot scotchies and uh, we got uh, some brunches coming up. We just got uh, bus tours and uh, I, I think we're really going to do a bunch with the bus tours this year. Nice. I think it, oh, just a lot of fun. We're, we're looking at uh, we got the, the flag, uh, Flagstaff one, we got the Tucson one coming up here in a few weeks. And then uh, we're also talking about doing uh, local tours. Okay. And uh, so that, that, that way it gives a lot of chances to people that um, don't have all the time to, you know, just jump out and, and take a, a three-hour tour down south or up north and, you know, bounce around. A lot of the, the actually the brewers that are members as well, they just haven't had a chance to make it out to the other breweries. Yeah. So the yeah. guys on the west side, uh, they haven't made it to the east, and the guys on the east side haven't made it to the west. So... Um, Hoppy's talking about actually doing a stop on either side and then meeting in the middle somewhere. Nice. So I think it'd be really cool. We could do that probably midsummer, maybe. But uh, definitely our main tours are going to be uh, the Flagstaff trip and the Tucson one coming up here uh, at the end of March. So okay. we really want to drive that one and, and load that bus. And now there's a lot of stuff we got. Uh, we're even talking about doing a camping trip. Ah, you know, just nice. have some fun. Some Choose good beers beer on that and trip. Fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. You guys could even do a campfire beer, right? You could do like a yeah. like you know, a cool we ship. We could do some kind of a smoked beer. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. Get some wild yeast too, right? The guys do the cool ships like uh, Grand Canyon, Dark Sky. All those guys collaborate on a on a cool ship. I don't even know exactly what that means, but it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> even if we find some uh, wild hops up near Flag. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So. Um, well, guys, thanks so much for taking the time to talk. Um, we got to get Paul on. Paul, Paul's the president, right? Yeah, yep. right. He's been, I think, he's been dodging the microphone. So I'm gonna, yep. we might have to kidnap him. We're gonna kidnap him to get him off. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much for, for sure. Uh, tap that AZ and yeah. support of Ash. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. My pleasure, guys. Thank, Thank you so you. much. All right. So I've got, uh, I got the main man with me now. You want to introduce yourself? Paul Vincent, president of Ash. Excellent, excellent, dude. You're back there brewing. What do you What are you brewing today? Well, today I've got a New Zealand IPA. What? So, What's that? Yeah, I traveled to New Zealand a few years ago, and and while I was there, I picked up some hops from the local homebrew shop and brought them back. And so I've got some uh, Waimea and some Pacific Gem. Oh, and uh, so I've been brewing that up. I call it Cabin Three Hundred Nine. And that? Uh, so it's usually it's it's one of my repeating beers. I've brewed it about uh, this would be the seventh time. Okay. So I've got some friends that, that request it, and so I'll send them home with growlers and stuff like that. The cabin three hundred nine. Cabin three hundred nine. Yeah. What is that? Was that? Was there significant meaning to that? Well, uh, my wife hiked the the Grand Canyon. She did uh, rim to rim to rim. Okay. So where they hike across it and then they hike back. Yeah. And where they were staying on the first night, um, they stayed in cabin three hundred nine. So they all yeah. went kind of through quite the ordeal on this trip. So. They asked me to brew a Cabin 309 beer. Nice. And so ever since then, that's what it's been called. Nice, man. Nice. So uh, is that Sky Dog? Is that your nickname? Uh, Sky Dog, yeah. So <laughs> uh, my other hobby is is I'm a pretty avid skydiver. So, oh, gotcha. Um, I kind of split my weekends between brewing beer and uh, 
jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> right, right. Well, does it does it help that you jump out of the plane knowing that you're going to go home and drink some great beer that you made? Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot, a lot of skydiving days end with beer. So yeah, yeah. They, they, those two hobbies kind of flow together, but the order that you execute those is pretty important. You know, <laughs> that's true. No beer before the jumping. Yeah, that that's a good. You know, like I have one rule about skydiving: no drinking before the jump. Yeah. Order of execution. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, um, how long have you been with with Ash? I mean, just as a as a member. Um, as a member, you know, I, I went to an Oktoberfest. Um, somebody just bought me a, a membership because that's how you would go to the Oktoberfest. Sure. Um, but that was probably at least ten years ago. Okay. So, in, in one form or another, for ten years, I think my memberships probably go back like nine years or something like that. Gotcha. Um, you know, and for a long time, I was just. Just a regular member of the club, just brewing beer and meeting people and trying to figure out how it's done and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, the last three years, I've, I've been on the board, uh, so I was treasurer for two years, and then this year I stepped into the uh, president role. Nice, nice. And so what, is that, what does the president role entail for, for Ash? Well, so mainly what I'm, I'm doing this year is really trying to get ahead of the schedules. Um, so that, that we can really plan ahead and get good member participation. So we've got about 60 or 65 events that we're doing this year between, we do a monthly general meeting, we do, um, we do monthly board meetings. Okay. We have about eight people on the board. Um, we do uh, a happy hour where people just go hang out at a brewery and contrast, compare the product and just hang out with home brewers and stuff like that. Yeah. We've got about four brew outs planned this year. Um, like this, like what's going on today. Exactly. Yeah. And this is, you know, and brew outs really are one of my passions because, you know, you just come, you hang out, uh, you brew. People get to really see what, how everybody else is, like how they're working their equipment. Um, you know, I've, I've taught a lot of new brewers how to brew it at events like this. Okay. Um, you know, you can partner up with them and. And just say, we're going to brew your beer so that you don't have to worry about it the first time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm really passionate about the Barats. And and we pick up some good memberships and get some good exposure from stuff like that. I've talked to a number of the the club members. They're like, the first time I was ever doing anything, I just caught you guys behind Brewer's Connection. Yeah. Um, And uh, and that's the first time I really got around it. So, I mean, I really like it. So. I think it's cool. I think it's a cool concept because um, I was I was telling uh, when I was talking to to Mark and Phil a couple of minutes ago is it it eliminates that intimidation factor, right? Because mm-hmm. some people the only thing that they've ever seen they've seen anything is they see these systems or even the home brewers that got have like the big setups, right? Where seeing your guys' setup, it's like okay, this is this is doable. This is reasonable. Yeah, it yeah. really does allow people to kind of bridge the gap and to get you know to to be able to to get to see a varying variety of, of systems. Sometimes, you know, we have somebody that's like doing um, an extract brew to where they're just putting the ingredients in the pot and basically boiling it up. Yeah. Um, versus uh, various different all grain uh, equipment. You know, it's a little sure. bit more equipment and the process is a little more involved. Sometimes we'll have guys that have these, you know, big, big rigs out here that have a lot of automation and stuff like that. Um, but it just... I don't know. I, like I said, I'm pretty passionate about that part. Yeah, I love it, man. I think it's cool, and it's a, it's a good opportunity for people to come see what what you guys are all about, and and just meet some cool people mm-hmm. and drink some good beer. I mean, yeah, 
Yeah. Well, and you know, when a lot of people start, they're just kind of, they're apprehensive about how to take that first step. Yeah. Um, you know, or they, they, they'll start researching it to the extent to where they're kind of stuck in analysis paralysis. You know, they're sure. trying to do their first beer, but they're trying to figure out what water chemistry to use. And, yeah. you know, and, and so this stuff really breaks it down. And, and, you know, I think it's kind of core to what homebrewing is about with hanging out with other homebrewers and, and being able to, you know, share thoughts about equipment and recipes and, and just kind of, um, you know, just get to be part of the process. So yeah, it's always fun. And, you know, people don't have to be a member to come out to do that and really get that exposure. Yeah. And it's cool because like most, I, I would think like most clubs, like if you're part of a tennis club or you're part of a, a, a pool club, you're at, you get together and then you do the thing that you, mm-hmm. that the club's about. With you guys, that's not always the case because you're meeting and you're doing, you know, other things. But for you guys to actually brew together, unless it's just one off, you know, friends to yeah, friends. Yeah, there's a lot happen. of people that, you know, they're pretty much brewing in their garage. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of homebrew setups that rival um, large breweries like like the shop and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, so w- when they get really well polished and they get kind of big breweries in the garage. Yeah. Um, you can't exactly haul those down to the parking lot behind the brewery and, <laughs> yeah. and, and hang out. So a lot of those guys will just stop by or, um, you know, they'll sometimes they have a little travel kit and stuff like that. But, yeah. yeah. So of the guy, so of the people in Ash, I mean, um, are there a large number that, that are doing it to uh, open a brewery? Like their, their goal is to get to a point where they can step out on their own and make you it know, a business? There's, there's, there's a fair amount that, that – you know, sometimes people come to, to Ash saying, I'm going to open a brewery in like another year or two or something like that. And so sometimes they'll get a little bit more experience with, uh, you know, with home brewing first. Um, in other cases, you know, they will have been in the club for a number of years. And then, okay. you know, and a lot of a lot of brewers obviously maybe aspire secretly in their head to, sure. to opening up a, a nice uh, nano brewery or a microbrewery. Yeah, gotcha. And some guys, it's just hey, let's get together. It's a fun hobby on the side, and and yeah, and yeah. there's and there's definitely people that they have no interest in going pro because yeah. you know that's when it turns into real work. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what do you guys have coming up? I, I know you get. Um, I was talking to. Uh, there's like five marks back there. I think. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, no, it was Jeff. I was talking to Jeff, and he was saying that you guys have. Uh, there's some like there's some judging classes you guys are going to start doing, and you have some things coming up in the next couple of months. Pretty cool stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so we're we're hosting a a judging series, um, which is really about getting your judge certification. Um, you know, because there's there's you have to know quite a bit to to get through that. Yeah. So um, we've kind of partnered with uh, one of our past presidents. She was the president a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, and we're letting her kind of run that because that's really her passion as far as the actual uh, BJCP training course and stuff like that. So okay. we're very happy that, that she's working on that. Um, most of my other judging stuff is is done by Jeff. Okay. Um, and and so he comes from a club out of the northwest um so he's got some he brings some good experience to the table for that and he's doing an awesome job um but uh yeah so a lot of judging stuff um you know we're always looking to uh increase our judging pool yeah because we we've got um we have a couple major uh bjcp competitions through the year we've got a spring fest and a fall fest okay um 
and then we've got another three that are club only like we call them mini comps but uh so we're always you know judging beer and you know when you're judging 200 beers that takes you know it's not like one person judges 200 beers right (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) although sometimes you swear that's what's going to (laughs) happen but uh so we've been really working on building up our judging pool and so you know if anybody's ever interested in judging i mean there's we've definitely got a path for that nice nice i i was asked to be a, a guest judge uh, at um, the what was that called the um, the the water the water challenge where the AZ uh, it was the re, they were repurposing um, wastewater oh really yeah well, yeah pure, I wasn't involved in that but pure okay. water challenge okay yeah. so they had some they had some judges the the BSCJ so it is BJCP BJCP yeah, beer <laughs> judge certification program okay okay, okay. Uh, but. Uh, but it was really cool sitting down with a certified judge. The, the guy I was with had been judging since, like, 93. So it was cool to learn from him as, like, it's it's not really that complicated. I mean, it is, but it's not. It's not as, as like, brewing. Yeah. It's not as intimidating. But you got to know your shit, yeah, a though, lot too. Of, a lot of people are intimidated by it. And usually the way that they start people out is um, even before they're fully judge certified and have passed the exams and, and done all that is – is they'll sit somebody down with with somebody that's like who you're talking about. Yeah. You know, somebody that's been judging and is very competent and nationally recognized, and they'll sit them down, and and so that person will will kind of turn that that judging session into, you know, one-on-one kind of on-the-job training of here's here's what you're looking for, and here's how you start really thinking about how to describe um, what you're tasting and, and, you know, what are the good things and what are the things that aren't, true to that style and stuff like that so yeah yeah and that's cool too because you look at there's the guidelines it gives you that guideline of hey here's what you're looking for this is you're you're judging this based on the particular style Mm -hmm. um but though i guess the whole point of me saying this i I got off track for a second but uh (laughs) um when i went there was 23 beers that they had and my wife's like are you gonna drink try 23 beers i'm like yeah i think so and then we get there and we had um I think we had like the Pilsner category, uh-huh. so we tasted four, right? So I was like, okay, yeah, this is a little bit more manageable. Yeah, typically a judge would, you know, a judging group or table would would judge within a given style of the twenty three, and then there's yeah. there's various different subcategories within that style. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, so you're you're tasting like beers because you can't really be, you know, you, you can't switch from like a double IPA over to something, you know, that's like a light American lager. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, right. you know, your taste buds will, will just, like, pop out of your head. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, so you got the, you got the, the judging um, education that's going to be coming up. Uh, also, the you said the spring uh, festival, right? Yeah, so, you know, we use the, the – we call it spring fest and a fall fest or an October fest. Um, those, those are tied to our competition, so that's okay. typically where we have a, a picnic over at Kiwanis Park, and everybody brings our home brew, and um, – so we get, you know, people bring in their five-gallon cornies, so there's usually a surplus of beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that's when we announce the, the winners of the competitions um, okay. and that kind of a thing. Nice. Usually maybe a little bit of, uh, like, swag raffle or something like that. But, yeah. uh, you know, some food and barbecue and stuff like that. Um, and that's, you know, it's, it's a member-only event. But Gotcha, gotcha. So, um Paul, where, where can people find out more? Like, what, what's your guys' website so people can go check it out and find out more about it? Uh, we're at azhomebrewers.org. Okay. Um, and that's, so that's our website. We've also got a couple Facebook pages. 
Um, and so the more intra intraday, you know, here's what we're doing and, and, you know, who's brewing and who's trying to ask some technical questions. A lot of that stuff happens on our Facebook page. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but uh, we, we do have the just the, the traditional website as well. Gotcha. Okay. Well, dude, thanks so much, man. I appreciate you talking with me. I uh, appreciate you guys inviting me out for this. This is uh I, I got to learn more about beer this year. That's I, I told you that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, th you know, thanks for coming out and yeah. supporting what we do. And um, you know, I think I talked to you at the Strong Beer about hey, if you want to come out and brew a beer, um, you know, we'll just talk to me about what you want to brew, and we'll brew your beer, and we'll let you take it home and ferment it, and nice. enjoy and share with your friends, and kind of do what it's all about. I think I might be down for that, man. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Cheers, thanks. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. Go to their website, azhomebrewers.org. They talked about the two levels of membership, and the memberships range from $40 to $60 per year. So that's nothing. Uh, I mean, if you want to really learn how to get started brewing and just hang out with a cool group of people arizona society of home brewers is that group for a very inexpensive uh yearly membership so they got festivals they've got get-togethers uh, as you heard in the episode there's a lot of really cool things that uh that go on so check these guys out arizona society of home brewers azhomebrewers.org in the meantime always remember Stay awesome. Poquito a poco.